This isn't for your eyes. Bitches, you all thought we was dead, but we're not dead. We're back. This is Groovy Goonies Podcast, and as always, I am still Reese Griffiths, and as always, I am still joined by Mr. David White. Hello. Yeah, it's been a while. We've been quiet because life happens. Stuff life happens. happens. Well, I just had a baby. Not myself, personally. My <laughs> that was really quite interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be fucking rich then. I would not have to do a podcast. <laughs> yeah. <Or> work. <laughs> Oh, we could just do yeah. the podcast. Because the podcast doesn't sustain me at all financially. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so Dave and Amy, they went and had a baby. We did. And um, I've been busy with work and just, yeah, everybody's busy doing stuff. Yeah. But we're back and we had to rock your socks off for the top <laughs> five because we top were five, too yeah. lazy to yeah. do a top ten. Well, I mean, we've not watched enough TV to get a top ten, really. <laughs> I've not played enough games to get a top ten. Yeah, no, I was trying we to could probably do a top ten list. music. I think we could probably just do a top something. Top, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> top one thing I've done this year. <laughs> yeah, this this was my favourite movie, my favourite game. Yeah. I don't think I played anything else. <laughs> <laughs> just play one game throughout the entire year. Just, yeah, this is it. This is my yeah. top things. I mean, we have watched shitloads of films, in all fairness, like, together in, in cinemas. Yeah, But uh, mainly in, like, film festivals and, like, all-nighters and shit. Yeah, the Fractured Visions thing. Hmm. Um, I had to go to the second Fractured Visions event on my own because David was busy with the baby. Well, my, I was busy in the hospital when my wife was having a baby. Yeah. There, there was baby stuff going on. You did try and drag me away at one point, but I, I would have felt a little bit bad. <laughs> <laughs> I managed to convince an old friend of both of ours to come, um, John O. I don't think he listens to this podcast. I think I should be safe. Yeah, go for it. But Jono was one of the kids in school. I've known Jono for a long time. He's always the one who's like the butt of the jokes. Yeah. He's always the one that sort of gets ripped on a bit. And I used to be really horrible to him in that like <laughs> bants kind yeah, of way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And years later, I feel terrible for it. But he's a really nice guy and I really like hanging around with him. So I was like, oh, I'll give John a chance. You say you feel really bad, but then every time we hang out with him, he's always still about the joke. <laughs> he is still about the jokes. Yeah. I don't think they're quite as malicious anymore, though. Well, yeah, maybe they not. They've mellowed out of them. Yeah, yeah definitely, yeah. I mean, now it's mostly jokes about how he's lazy and doesn't work. Yeah. Which I think if you ask his girlfriend as well, she'll tell you the same. Yeah. Until it gets to like the fifth to seventh pint and then it gets a little bit more malicious. Yeah. But yeah. that's just uh, everything gets well, more malicious. Yeah, true, yeah, yeah. More volatile after five pints, definitely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The line of uh, <laughs> decency begins to blur. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I messaged John because he's always like, yeah, we're going to do something, give me a shout. So I did. 
and he tagged along and he came for two movies and then left, which I don't think is Fractured Vision's fault because I really enjoyed the films that they showed. <laughs> <laughs> but he did give me his wristband, so I was, well, depending on what time you're done, because the last film they showed was Mandy. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, depending on what time you're done, you can swing by and we can watch Mandy in the yeah. cinema. But it wasn't to be, I had to sit there in the cinema for three movies on my own. No. It was odd. I've never done that before. Yeah. Never gone to the cinema on my own. And in yeah, a day... Yeah, no, well, once I did that. But I was like, every year my, on my birthday, my parents used to take me to the cinema. And one year I wanted to watch X-Files and they wanted to watch some other shit film. And I was like, <laughs> I want to watch X-Files, so I just went on my own. Well, then, you can watch that one. <laughs> yeah. you know, we're not watching that. yeah. yeah. Was it the first X-Files movie? I think it might have been, yeah. I think I haven't seen the second one. The same one was Billy Connolly. That's right, yeah. It wasn't that one. It was the first one, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. No, I can't say I was a fan of going to the cinema on my own. It was a bit weird. Yeah. I did win a goodie bag, though. Oh, nice. That was cool. Yeah. Um, Yeah, they were doing questions. And, you know, if you know the answer, shout it out. Yeah. I think we talked about this before. We've talked about it not on the podcast before. Ah, right. After, yeah, it's been so long since yeah, it's you been a while, yeah, yeah. I can't remember. But yeah, they're doing questions, competitions, and I just kept putting my hand up like a polite little boy, despite <laughs> being told on several occasions that if I knew the answer, just to shout it out. Yeah. <laughs> You're too quiet and reserved, man. Yeah, I'm too polite. <laughs> um, so it got to the last but one film, and yeah, he asked about, there was a scene in a particular movie that I'm not allowed to talk about because we, we had to sign like a secrecy thing. Oh, wow. You had to sign like a non-disclosure thing. We had to sign a non-disclosure thing. You're just walking around signing around random bits of paper. We just told we can't discuss that movie right, on okay. social media or anything yet because it hasn't been announced. Ah, okay. So it's a secret movie. I'll tell you what it was later. Yeah, good, nice. Um, but yeah. <laughs> There was a, a scene in there, and the question was like, what is this scene tribute to, you know, what are the horror films associated with? And I was like, I know this. I know this. And I put my hand up, and he's yeah. like, just shout it out if you know the answer. <laughs> and just as the words were leaving my mouth, somebody else shouted it out before me, like yeah. seconds yeah, before yeah. me, and they won the goodie bag. Duh. And then I was tapping. Yeah. And on the way out, he kind of gave me a goodie bag. <laughs> <laughs> Hard one, man. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, we got another question. Oh, well done. You you answered it. Yeah, yeah. Kind of. Palm me off of the bag. There you go. One spare one. Here you go. Two fucking movies. Yeah. Nice. Nice, man. That's awesome. So, yeah. No, that was good. But, uh, yeah. We don't, outside of that, I haven't done anything really exciting. Have done anything outside of having a baby? Not really. No. Let me think. Um, I've watched shitloads of Gordon Ramsay's Kitchen Nightmares. Gordon Ramsay's Kitchen yeah, Nightmares. It's fun to watch him shout at people calling him twice. <laughs> it's Bance. It is Bance. It's Bance. What else have I done? Um, literally nothing other than try and keep a tiny human alive. Tiny human. Are you finding the difficulties of keeping a tiny human alive? Not so bad. Actually. Sorry, at the moment yeah, yeah. when he can't really go anywhere. Yeah, exactly. And since I can't feed him, <laughs> sorted. It's like, yeah, that's not my responsibility. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's like the cleanest bum now. Well, I physically can't. I haven't got lactating boobs. (laughs) 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 Boobs. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's been an interesting experience. Definitely, definitely change of pace. Yeah. Yeah. Normally, normally I come home from work and sit down and watch TV, but now I'm coming home, sitting on watching TV with a baby, watching TV, and there's a baby there. Yeah, no, outside of that Fractured Visions thing, what else did I do? I went to a gig recently. I didn't go to enough gigs this year. Yeah. I decided next year I'm going to go to loads. Yeah. 
kind of fun. Yeah, you didn't do a festival this year either, did you? I didn't do a festival this year, no. Mm. Um, which could explain why I had loads of tattoos instead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I've got to be rock and roll some way. And if I can't do it by going to gigs, I'll do it by covering myself in images so like of super cool when you go to the gigs. things. <laughs> yeah. Like Polaroids of ghosts flipping the bird. And that one's pretty cool, actually. Yeah, I like, yeah, I like yeah. that one. Good one. Well, I kind of like all of them because yeah, they yeah, etched yeah. into my yeah. skin. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I did go to... Interrupters played Bristol. Oh yeah, and that was quite good. That was that was, that was some sort of fun. Um, yeah, two support acts were alright. I don't know. the The whole idea of support acts is like they're supposed to be opening bands. Yeah, I can't think of a time where an opening band has ever been better. Oh, I can. I just just like that, like a flash. Just as I was talking, I realised yeah. I was spouting utter shit. Yeah. When they pumped Death open for Glassjaw. Oh my god, yeah. They were fucking they were so amazing. Fair. Yeah, yeah. And uh, having never seen Glassjaw before, yeah. only Palm Death. Yeah. It was like. Only from Death stole the show. They like, stole definitely. it, they passed yeah, it. Yeah. Um, yeah, usually. Uh, like opening acts give you a sort of sample into up and coming stuff and bits and yeah. pieces. Well, I can think of one more time actually that an opening band has surpassed the main band for me. That was when we went to watch. I think it might be Dillinger actually. The Stolen Baby supported. Yes. And Stolen I, Babies um, Between the Buried and Me. Yeah, Between the Buried and Me were fucking awful. <laughs> but Stolen Babies, for me, that time, I fucking loved them. Like, and normally I love like, Dillinger Live, they're amazing. Yeah. But uh, no, Stolen Babies stolen for me that night. Are they still going or are they not going yet? Yeah, they've, um, they've got a new album coming up soon, I think. And the last album wasn't that good, to be honest. But the first album's fucking yeah. fantastic. Since we saw them, I don't think I've listened yeah, to them. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love that weird sort of accordion avant-garde shit. That carnival. Yeah, yeah, carnival dark... Shit. Dark shit. Yeah, yeah. fuck <laughs> Carnival dark shit, that's where it's at. Yeah. Yeah, so the sport acts were right. Um, I kind of, yeah, I've gone on like a punk pilgrimage. Like, we jumped straight into metal, and there's loads of stuff that, like, people are like, oh, you should listen to this, and you really like it. And I was like, it's not metal enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's loads of stuff I go back to and listen to, and I'm like, actually, this is pretty fucking good. Yeah. So mostly I've been listening to, like, punky stuff this year so I was kind of hoping that one of these two bands support bands were going to like blow me away and yeah, I'd be like yeah. have a new avenue of music to go down to yeah. but I don't know they were both sort of alright yeah like, I know like an average support act then something like yeah. that is forgettable but quite enjoyable in the moment but the one was um, they called Grade 2 and they're supporting like old firm casuals out in the US at the moment and I was oh. like okay cool I'll yeah. definitely look forward to checking them out yeah and like I'd up their merch, so it was like if they're any good, I'll buy one of their jumpers because yeah. the jumpers are pretty sweet. <laughs> By the time they finish, I was like, nah, nah. I don't really want a jumper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not to say they were terrible. They weren't. Neither of the bands were terrible. They just didn't float my boat that yeah. evening. You just don't want to advertise the fact that you like them. Yeah. Like yeah. They, they weren't enough for me to part with any cash. Oh, fair enough. And same with the interrupters merch. I like interrupters, but I wasn't paying like stupid money for a t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. It was like 25 quid for an interrupter's t-shirt or 10 pound for a grade two jumper. Like, Fuck yeah, boys, with the jumper on. <laughs> but you didn't. But I didn't. No. <laughs> That's fair enough. So, yeah, this episode, I thought we'd do a sort of wrap-up of the year. Yeah. Um, mostly so that we got something done, I think, to end the year on. Yeah. Um, we are planning on doing it next year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would call this a finale episode. <laughs> um, 
Um, we will attempt to be a bit more, yeah. Yeah, have a bit more of a schedule. Although I think we've said this in every episode so far, like, oh, yeah, yeah. we're going to have a bit more of a schedule. I think this so. year was sort of a trial and error of doing it. Yeah. Can we do it? Yes. yes will anybody we listen if we do? do? <laughs> will anybody listen if we do? I mean, some people are listening. Some people are listening, yeah. <laughs> I, I think we on average like 70 odd people. Yeah, so, yeah, some people are listening. Not bad. Some yeah. people are still listening. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna make a conscious effort of planning episodes out in advance. Yeah, and stuff. I think next year, and um, if we can spare some cash, invest in some better equipment, better gear. Yeah, certainly. So I don't like for I'm using like a cheap fifteen pound Amazon microphone. <laughs> you did have snowball for like one episode. <laughs> I did. I broke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll teach you for buying second hand gear. Like. Uh, so yeah, jump into top tens. Fives. Fives. Because <laughs> we did do a of list for tens. Jump into top fives of 2018. Yeah. So the running order will be, we're going to list off our top five TV shows of 2018. Then we're going to talk about games. And then albums and then films. So Griff, start us off with your TV list. I've been pretty lacking on the TV front. I'm not going to lie. My top five consists of three. <laughs> it's more of a top three then. <laughs> it's more top three. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> um, mostly because I've been smashing out the movies yeah. this year. I kind of, I don't know what it is. Every now and again, I set myself like a target of usually it's reading books. But this year, I was like, I'm going to see how many movies I can smash out in a year. Nice. And the running total at the moment is 200 and something. So we're yeah. not doing too bad. Freaking out. Um, but yeah. I kind of went back to watch, in my top three, The End of the Fucking World. Which came out last year. <clears throat> which came out last year and was featured in your top ten list. Yeah. I finally got around to watching it this year. Yeah, and it was really good. good. Yeah, yeah. I really liked it. Yeah. Um, it was ages ago I watched it, so I can't remember too much about it. But mm. the soundtrack's amazing. Yeah. Um, funny story about the soundtrack. I put in a bid an offer it was yeah. like 40 quid for the soundtrack or make an offer I said yeah. oh, I'll make an offer and 25 quid yeah and the guy declined it I was like oh bastard and then I looked at the track listing and it was an instrumental version of the soundtrack not actually the songs uh, that are featured in the episode good. so yeah. I dodged a bullet there yeah, yeah. nice well done. but yeah no um, it was great it's on Netflix yeah it's dark it's teenage angsty um, both the two leads are really good I liked it. Yeah. So, what I thought we could do, I should, should probably should have mentioned this before we started, <laughs> but if we both reel off one, and I then we... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've got like a... Well, I've got like six, technically. I've got like an honourable mention of a cartoon show called Final Space. Final an animated Space. show, rather. Have you watched it? I started watching it. Yeah. I think I got two, three episodes in. Yeah, yeah. Initially, I thought it was like really cheesy and a bit shit. Yeah. But after like ten episodes, that's pretty good. <laughs> after like ten episodes. Yeah, yeah. But I, I realised it was pretty good after I watched it all. What I'm saying is, like, I started watching it, didn't think much of it, but then I continued watching it without thinking I want to turn this off. You know. Ah, right. So much better than Archer then. Cause... Oh, the new season of Archer is fucking terrible. Yeah. yeah. I guess an honourable mention in the dirt pile. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've been an Archer fan for a long time. Yeah. The last couple of seasons have been a bit guff, but I don't think yeah, I've even yeah. watched all this one to the end. I, I it was on in the background sort of thing and I just didn't pay much attention to it yeah sort it out FX fix yeah, your shit get back to like the first season get back to Archer yeah being Archer, Archer being Archer yeah, <laughs> not just being some dick on an island <laughs> um, since you've got like 
two more to talk about. I've got five, <laughs> so I'm just going to reel off a couple more, yeah? Yeah, go for it. So there's a show, well, a few months ago, almost been like earlier on the uh, last podcast on the left, did a few episodes on Biggie and Tupac. Did you listen to those? I did listen yeah. to those ones, yeah. Well, that kicked me off on a bit of a Biggie and Tupac thing when I started like listening to Tupac and, <laughs> and like watching loads of shows about it. And at the same time, Netflix put out a show called Un- Unsolved. It's about the murders of Biggie and Tupac, and it's like a dramatised version of what happened. And yeah, it's really good. Worth checking out. Yeah, it's on my watch list. There's loads of stuff that's on my watch list I should have watched. Hmm. But that was one of the ones that, yeah, again, after I watched that episode, I was like, yeah. watch that episode. Listened to that episode. I was very much, uh, ooh, yeah, this, yeah, what book are they talking about? Yeah, let's yeah, check out yeah. that book. Let's yeah, do this. Right. Let's do that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, I haven't watched it. Okay. Well, let's worth checking out, and then number four on my list is The Bodyguard, a BBC show with one of the guys from Game of Thrones. Thrones, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's uh, kind of Luthery in a way. Right. Pretty good. Didn't watch that either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's about like a police officer, he like follows some terrorist plot and then there's a bigger terrorist plot to kill a big political figure and stuff like that. Very good. Nitty gritty drama. It is, yeah. And so I just do my number three, so then you can do your number two. Yeah, and, uh, we'll go back on. It'll be like a week so back before then. My number three is Evil Genius, another <coughs> Netflix show. It's about a crime that happened. Shit, when was it? Must be like early 2000s, maybe. I could be wrong about that. But um, it's about a guy. A guy walks into like a bank wearing a t shirt. You know, you know, yeah? I watched this. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking great. <laughs> This should be on my list. Yeah. <laughs> it is, as of now. Yay! <laughs> We've both got the same number three. <laughs> Tied at number three. Yeah, yeah. Evil, Evil Genius. Genius. Yeah, yeah. Featured on Netflix. Really interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's uh, the guy that walks in the bank trying to rob it. He's got yeah. a bomb strapped around That's his neck. That's right, yeah, yeah. And the police trying to like backtrace the crime and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it's hard to imagine that it was... That the story is so batshit crazy that... Yeah. Nobody to knows what happened. It like, being yeah. real for a start. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It is literally like a glorified Hollywood movie. He walks into the bank with a shotgun cane and a bomb around his yeah, neck. Yeah. Like the a, fucking a penguin. Shotgun fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah. cane. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's a couple of episodes. It wasn't very long, I don't think, was it? No, I don't think so. Maybe four or five episodes, something yeah. like that. It's one of those things where the woman that they arrested and charged with, most of the people involved in it are now dead. Yeah. So we'll never know the yeah, truth. True. Yeah, yeah. And like they're highly intelligent people, apparently. Yeah. Well, they don't seem it <laughs> at all. But I'm wondering if that's part of the illusion. Yeah, yeah, the mystique. They're playing dumb. Ah, uh, yeah, could be. They all think I'm super smart, but I ain't got smarts. <laughs> yeah, I've got three teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. What's your number two then? My number two is Ash versus Evil Dead. I'm uh, sure it should be on my list as well. Season three aired. Yeah. But I've been lacking in watching them, Ash versus Evil Dead. So I picked up the box set this year of one through three and watched it all. Yeah. And it was fantastic. Um, I was a bit dubious. When the, when I watched the first season mm. a while back and I was a bit, I wasn't yeah, really happy with the, the end. And I was a bit, but when the second season kicked off, I was just, yeah, totally in it. Like, yeah. Blood the Guts is amazing. <laughs> the comedy yeah. is great. Um, I can't believe they cancelled it. The end of three just leaves it so open for oh, really? What could be? Yeah, there's a lot of sort of repetition um, with ideas in 
the first three seasons, I think. Yeah. Um, but the fourth season is definitely they could do a lot. They could like they've got free reign to do almost anything they wanted with yeah. it. So for it to be cancelled is a bit of a shit there. But for Bruce Campbell to also turn around and say, I don't care who picks her up, I'm not doing it. I'm yeah, done yeah. as Bruce, as and Josh Williams, yeah. Williams. It's a bit, ah, oh, man. Just, yeah. just give her a chance. Like, yeah, let somebody pick her up. Yeah. But like watching it, it is obviously very physical work. It's yeah, not yeah. just, he's reading Shakespeare on stage. He is yeah. getting thrown around a lot and covered yeah. in fake blood. And he is and getting around a bit, to be honest. He is, yeah. So I can understand him wanting to step away. Um, but got it is finished mm. definitely check out season 3 yeah I will I've only watched like up to halfway through season 2 I think but I do need to catch up on that so my number 2 is Lost in Space again on my list but yeah. I didn't watch it <laughs> come on man <laughs> <laughs> I should have watched way more TV this yeah. year I've been far too filming no Lost in Space is great it's a very well realised updated version of the TV series from before like um, yeah gripping TV show they've spoken about it in work yeah um, we've got a new guy in work now he hasn't talked about it but the other two so the boy and Oliver mm. they've both been talking about it and it sounds really interesting yeah. in as much as when they talk about anything something can sound interesting um <laughs> But the main criticism seems to be with the robot looking a bit naff. I, I disagree. Off. I think it looks pretty good, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it obviously, it looks nothing like the robot the from original. the original series because yeah. that would be fucking ridiculous. <laughs> It'd be ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, science is well done. Yeah, yeah. We'd have much better looking yeah, robots. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. But um, no, it's just, it's really good. I mean, the robot's actually quite menacing. He's quite so, sort of a threatening presence. Rather than just a. Rather than just a. Campy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Danger, we're Robinson. Robinson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no we're well worth checking out ah uh, cool yeah N- no doubt a lot of this will be on my best of 2019 <laughs> <Yeah>. list <laughs> um, my number one pick for the year came out of fucking nowhere yeah um, I have now TV and I can't remember what I was looking for when it came up mm-hmm but I was scrolling for something to watch and it came up Gary and his demons. Yeah. And I, I like my animated stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> so I was all cool. Let's give it a crack. And I put it on and was like, oh, do I love this or do I hate it? <laughs> I can't quite figure it out. And another two episodes in, I was like, this is the greatest thing on TV. <laughs> it's fucking genius. Yeah. Um, Gary is a demon slayer. Much like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, he slays demons. Right. Except Gary is now in his 50s, balding, never been married because his fiance was murdered by a demon. He's trying to retire, but he needs to find a replacement with all the correct markings and right. insignias on him. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, he hates everything. He hates his life. He hates his job. He hates the people he works with. <laughs> he's a right miserable fucker. Yeah. And he's totally relatable. <laughs> I fucking love it. <laughs> it was really good. I think yeah. it's on FX. Um, but yeah, if you've got now TV, check it out. I cancelled my now TV a while ago, unfortunately. Um, so my f- top pick of 2018 for TV is The Haunting of Hill House. Haunting of Hill House. Another one that I was going to watch. Oh, man, come on. You <laughs> must watch this one. It is fucking genius. Um 
considering it's based on one of my favorite horror properties, you know, The Haunting. Yeah. Um, they did a good job of keeping the characters and the setting, but telling a different story with it. Right. And doing it really well. I've heard nothing but good things about yeah. it. It's like on numerous top lists. Yeah. Um, and it sounds like it's right up my street. The trailers yeah, yeah. I watched look amazing. Yeah. It is. I think the trouble is at the moment we have because I got three kiddies. Mm. <clears throat> you got getting the baby to bed. Yeah. Then my boy is the most pain in the ass when he's up and downstairs all night long. Yeah. Because like trying to sit down and watch TV. Although TV is shorter, you do have to pay a bit more attention almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you miss five yeah. ten minutes of TV, yeah, it's, it's more devastating than missing five ten minutes of a film. Yeah, definitely. So we've tended to lean towards film at the moment. Yeah. Um, but hopefully, we'll get back on the TV train. Yeah, you definitely should watch the Haunting of Hill House because, like, I thought I wouldn't like it because I've so much reverence for that original film and the for the book. Um, and, and from the trailers you can tell like they've done something different with it but they've done it so well that that I just I was just absorbed by it you know that's what you want from TV oh, yeah definitely yeah. right in yeah and I wasn't like spending the whole thing thinking oh they fucked this up they fucked that up you know it's just really well realised awesome yeah so with TV out of the way should we start with games Again, my games list comprises of two you've played games. Far, like, you've played far more games than I have this year. I mean, come on. I have. I'm just harder to please. <laughs> just harder to please. Fair enough. Um, I'm more happy to piss over games than I am this year to commend. To, commend? Yeah. To lavish them with praise. To, yeah, to lavish them with praise. Um, so, Guff Games this year. Oh, we've got a guff list, have we? Guff, well, I'm just reading <laughs> off some of the games. I was looking to comprise my top list before we yeah. came upstairs, and I was like, oh, yeah, that came out. That was disappointing. Oh, and that was. <laughs> and that was. Yeah. So to make up, in order to make up my top five, yeah. I'm going to reel off three guff games and okay. my top two. So you're going to go top two for games? I'm going to go top two oh, for should. games. <laughs> I did play a lot of, like, older stuff as well. That's the problem. I got, like, a back catalog stuff yeah, to work yeah, through, yeah. so I was trying to see what came out this year. Yeah, I've got five games, so that's good. We got least. five games. So if you you so if you do first gaff and I'll do my f- first top five. <laughs> <laughs> first gaff is gonna go to Far Cry Five. Oh, I agree with you actually. Yeah. Um, the premise, the build up, the lead to that game—they could have done so much more with it. I can't remember who the main bad guy's name is. Oh shit! No, um, Joseph somewhere maybe. Yeah. But like all through all the adverts, the trailers, the build up, you've got this religious nut taking control of an area. You'd expect to see a lot more of him. I was really disappointed that he just creeps into a couple of scenes and the only time you ever actually have any dealings with him is the last boss fight. Yeah, yeah. Um, Admittedly, they are bringing out another one next year. And I believe he's featured in that as like a carry-on where it's going to take part in the Wastelands. Okay. After. So they're going to have a fucking terrible ending. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wonder if they can salvage it. Yeah, they're going to try and do it. They're releasing another. Which I think is kind of like, they almost made this game specifically to lead into the other game and rather have it like a mission. They were like, oh, we'll flesh it out. Yeah, maybe. Smash it out as a Mm. main. But then like, it just leaves this game with a fucking awful ending. 
Yeah. And then I don't want to go back and play another one of those <laughs> because it's fucking awful. Yeah. Um, I picked up the gold edition because I I got to be fair. I do like the Far Cry franchise. I'm yeah. Like Three and four were great. Yeah. Um, I even quite like Primal. I, mm. You know, I got a lot of time for most of them. Yeah. Um, so when this one came out, it had all the hallmark. I need to buy this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I bought the gold edition. Finished it traded it before any of the DLC was out, yeah. then rented it so I could play the DLC. And the DLC wasn't much copy, to be honest. Yeah. Um, it did come with a HD remaster of 3, though. Mm. So okay, I did nice. yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. that was good fun. Yeah. Um, right. My top five is no doubt going to piss you off. <laughs> well, my fifth best game of the year is going to piss you off, rather. Uh, Red Dead 2. <laughs> I know. That's next on my tough list. Yeah, I thought it might be, yeah, yeah. And it's in my list because I don't think it's a bad game. I think it's really well done, but it's got some serious issues with pacing. Pacing. And it's a video game. You need to have relatively quick pacing. Yeah, I mean, when you look at stuff like Grand Theft Auto V, which is obviously the game they released yeah. before Red Dead 2, and you can get from one side of the map to the other side of the map in, what, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, yeah, something like that? And it's a fucking huge game. Whereas if you were to try and do that in Red Dead 2, it would take you about three days. <laughs> I think that was my main concern. Is I'm, I'm well aware there are a lot of people out there that love this game and probably mm. going to be really pissy that this is on my guff list. Nobody listens to saying that. <laughs> <laughs> but <clears throat> when I'm playing a game, I play it for the story. Like I'm, I'm all for it's open world and you can do this and you can do that and you can run around and do all this cool shit. Yeah. But that's not the game. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the story is what they're trying to sell you. That's yeah. why I buy my games for, is the yeah, story. Yeah. I want to be immersed in a world, in a story. Yeah. Once I finish the story, I'll go hunt yeah, stuff. Yeah. I'll go collect flowers. Mm. I'll do all that guff. <laughs> but to start with, I want to be I want to be emotionally attached to that yeah, game yeah, because yeah. of the story. And the pacing was just so off. And like you said, it looks amazing. It is a yeah. very well-crafted, beautiful-looking game. Yeah. But it's almost like they've shut the pacing right down to a crawl yeah. to force you to, like, look what we did. Yeah. Look at these pretty trees. Yeah, definitely. I agree with you there, definitely. I mean, but again, I don't think it's a bad game. I think it's very sort of... They've done a good job with creating that world. And the graphics are obviously, like, excellent. The music, I think, was great. The gunplay was pretty fun. Yeah, I found the gunplay a bit... Um, Oh, maybe it's just because I'm too fucking good. <laughs> but it's literally, okay, there's a guy, I'll look roughly over there, auto-aim is on, aim, yeah. lift up with stick, and there's a headshot straight away. Pow, yeah. pow, pow, pow. So I did feel like, you know, I was shit odd. Yeah. But at no point did I feel like I was in any danger either of like, oh, if I... Turn off the auto-aim there, I'll see your own fault. Yeah. Maybe I should take that off. But yeah, oh, I don't know. I just I didn't care for the character either. The story's unraveling. Yeah. And I didn't I didn't I haven't finished it yet. Hmm. Um, yeah, I haven't finished it yet to be I honest. I basically trade you in. Do you know what chapter you're on? Uh I don't I'm about halfway through it, I think. Right. Uh yeah. I've got to a bit where it just feels like they've ham fisted this side story almost into it. Yeah. Um which is at the point where I was like, Yeah, fuck this, I'm taking her in. I'm Trust. trading her in, I'm yeah. done. I'll rent it. Yeah. Because um, I bought, uh, my whole thing is like, if I really want to play this fucking game and I'm going to mm. spend hours on it, I'm going to buy it. Yeah. Because if I'm going to rent it, I'm going to be there for days. 
yeah, definitely, weeks, yeah. Yeah. months, and it's yeah. going to cost me an arm and leg to keep the game. Yeah. So if I'm going to put the hours in, I'm going to buy the fucker. So when I did, when I started playing it, I was like, oh, I don't care. <laughs> I was a bit disappointed. Yeah. So it's on my guff list, mostly because of pacing. Poor pacing. Yeah, definitely. I agree with you on that, but I am having fun with the game. And I'm having a lot more fun with it than I did, say, Far Cry 5. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, it's not as guff as Far Cry Yeah, yeah. That's why it's not top of the <laughs> Fair play. Right, what's your next one, man? Um, my next guff game, I'm going to say... Uh, Monster Hunter. Oh, I haven't played it yet. Again, it's not a bad game. Mm. I just couldn't get into it. Yeah. I think I played, the, I think, the beta and I couldn't get into that, to be honest. It's my first foray into the Monster Hunter world. Yeah, yeah. Um, I loved the idea, the concept. Everything was on such a massive scale. Yeah. Um, the whole crafting menu and the funding armor and all this sort of stuff. Mm. It was a bit, okay, well, how, what am I going to do here? I've, I've got to invest like 50 hours into killing these things to get this nice. armor and all the rest of it. Yeah. And it's one of those games where I'm not that kind of person where I haven't got, I like to get into a story. Yeah. See the story through. Yeah. yeah. Triumph. Yeah. Happy. And not when these people are like chips away at stuff, like yeah, grinding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it yeah. seems like most of the monsters just mind their own fucking business and you know, just come along. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's strolling along. There are one or two that like will attack you. The others are just sitting there chewing grass or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, trying I to keep their fam- Trying to keep their family alive. <laughs> yeah. Come here, fucker. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to chop you up, steal this bit, leave yeah. your carcass. He's a bean dick simulator. <laughs> yeah. Killing all these poor, innocent monsters. Yeah. But... Uh, yeah, it's not a bad game by any means. It's on my guff list just because I couldn't get on with it and I played it this year. Um, like I said, most of the games on my guff list, they're not particularly <laughs> bad games, but they definitely don't make my top games. Top list. games, yeah. They're yeah. just games this year I played that I wasn't impressed with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, right, number four on my best games list is Spyro Reignited. You played any of that yet? Didn't play that one yet. No? no I thought about it. It's, it's good. It's very good. Um, it's fucking hard um, because obviously any game that came out sort of late 90s early 2000s is fucking solid <laughs> I don't know how people got through them yeah. and it's, it's frustrating to the point where I'm playing Dark Souls to fucking chill out do you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> well I did find that with Crash Bandicoot man. Yeah, I, that I, didn't play, I didn't play that one yeah, and I was like fuck that's so yeah, hard yeah, yeah. like the angle of the jump just right yeah yeah, yeah nightmare but uh, they're fun games you know it's three three games in one can't go on. Yeah. No, there's um, the Game Collective, I think, selling, you can get Spyro and Crash mm-hmm. for 40 quid. Oh, wow. That's pretty good. Like a bundle. Yeah. Like, Fucking sweet. Sweet. So I'm hoping they keep it going until they get paid. <laughs> yeah. What's next on your list, man? So, so we're into the good. The good oh, wow. Is that so, a good one, Sam? Yeah. Um, my, my surprise of the year was Detroit becoming human. Yeah. Um, this was a rental I added it to my list mostly because I needed some games on my list mm. um, and I was playing it in between playing Red Dead I thought it turned up in the post I stuck it in downloaded it I was like right we'll have a crack if it's guff we'll send it back yeah. so I can get something else but it ended up taking over my gameplay time yeah. over Red Dead yeah 
Um, it's essentially a story about androids in the future. And androids have become readily available. They're affordable for most people to have in their houses. They do jobs, they do this, they do that. And they're, they're everywhere. Um, as the story unfolds, it's about so there's some androids going rogue. It's mm. almost like a Blade Runner sort of oh, yeah, yeah. premise. Um, and you follow sort of three main characters in this story arc. So the one guy you're following is he's a special police unit yeah. droid who is essentially programmed to find and subdue rogues. Yeah. Um, there's a female robot who has been repaired mm -hmm. um, that's part of a family unit. And there's a... Shit, what was the other guy? He works, that's it, he's like a helper droid for um, this artist. Yeah. Lance Henriksen does some voice work. That's pretty cool. And, oh shit, I forgot his fucking name. I tweeted the other day about how, like, he's super fucking cool and he's been loads <laughs> more stuff. The voice of Mr. Crab, the guy out of uh, Carnival. Let me just use the magic phone box voice of Mr. Crab. He's in. Battle of the Buster Scruggs. Um, I, my fucking thumbs are all over the place. I'm typing all sorts of shit. It's asking me to like voice stuff. What? No, voice <laughs> of Mr. Crab. Mr. Crab. Oh, slowly it's just getting there. Fancy Brown. That guy. Oh, okay, yeah, I know, okay. So Clancy Brown plays like a rugged, hard-boiled, badass, old-school cop, and, you know, your little android cop guy is supposed to team up with him, and he, except he hates droids. Oh, so there's this whole static relationship where you've got to try and swing him around, which is yeah. awesome. Um, the woman in the, the droid family house, she goes into the, the household. The mother's left. There's a young girl there. The dad's a bit of a drug addict. He's a horrible piece of shit. Yeah. And there's a scene where he tells you to stay and obviously you're supposed to obey your programming but he's mm -hmm. going upstairs with the intention of beating this kid yeah and you have to make well, i'm assuming you have to make i made the decision to move i imagine you can stay there mm -hmm. if you want to yeah but there's this whole you choose to break your programming right and i chose to you know the guy is take off his belt and say, teach a little brat a lesson yeah. well, i'm gonna go upstairs and it's like fuck man do i sit here and listen to him beat this little kid yeah well, am I going to do something about it? Yeah. And I was like, fuck it, I'm going to try and move. And then you've got to break your parameters and all this stuff. And it's yeah. all like, oh, it's like totes of motion. I was yeah, like yeah. all over it, loving it. Yeah, um, yeah, man, it was it blew my socks off. I was yeah, really like, impressed. I'm just opposed to any David Cage games after Heavy Rain. Yeah. Heavy Rain is fucking unplayable, man. I, it's horrible. It's, I, I had a quick crack at Heavy Rain. I haven't had a proper go with it. It was free with... Oh, uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was. This is, it plays more like... The controls are more like the telltale stuff. Yeah, but then, like, if there's anything that you can do with just a convenient button press other than shaking the control like a fucking spaz, then <laughs> fuck off for that shit, like, do you know what I mean? There was one bit. There was one bit where I was supposed to try and pour coffee into a cup. Right. And obviously, because the PlayStation controllers have got all that movement sensor yeah, yeah, yeah. bollocks. It's exactly shit. And I was, like, yeah. trying to follow these yeah, yeah, yeah. on yeah. the fucking 
it's and it's practically <laughs> fucking impossible <laughs> like, to do. Yeah. Swinging the controller this yeah. way and that. Yeah. The wife's like, what the, what the fuck, fuck are you doing? Are you exactly, doing? yeah. Trying to pour some fucking yeah. coffee. Yeah, you could just been press X to pour coffee. Do you know what yeah. I mean? I think, I, I think it was a point where I was walking through an airport and to walk, I had to shake the controller like a fucking idiot. Yeah, Something like that anyway, and I just gave up at that point. I think that's like overcomplicating it, just to yeah, make the just to, to yeah, the yeah, exactly. But this is pretty good. Usually it's like move your analog stick, so if you're going to pick something up, right. it's like stick out and then round, so yeah, like yeah. you bend yeah. down to pick it up. And okay. So it, the movement in this really good. It works really well. Yeah. Um, the story was incredible. I was like, totes of motion playing through it. <laughs> um, there are multiple paths you can choose every time you play a level. It runs through the conversation options that you manage to unlock and go and like mm. people's opinions will vary based on the things you ask and all this sort of stuff. So there's multiple playthrough options. Yeah. Um, there's multiple endings. Unfortunately, they all died in my playthrough. <laughs> I didn't manage to save a single fucking one. Shit, I thought I was doing really well. And then yeah. it was like, oh, that guy's dead. Oh, shit. Okay, I'll keep the others alive. <laughs> oh, fuck, that guy's dead. Uh... Okay, well, the woman's left with the kid. This has got to pan out. Yeah. This has got to work oh, out. Yeah, no. Yep. <laughs> no, they all died. <laughs> Shit. Fuck, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, Right. My top, my third top game of the year is Nino Kuni 2. Nino Kuni 2. Do I know nothing any? about Nino Kuni. You've not played the first one on the sound, no? Um, JRPGs in the style of Steve Gilby, uh, or Ghibli, or however you say that. Um just fun games man you know like not sticking to the standard JRPG tropes of like turn based combat and shit like that it's more of an active battle system it's good stories fun games one of the Platinums I got this year actually was Nino Kuni 2 took me fucking ages but I got it in the end it's good to say more grinding is it a bit grindy yeah yeah there's like skirmish battles you gotta do right where like we see like a flag on the map you go into it and then you command like a little army and um You've just got to go around beating all the other little armies around, around the place. Like you got to do, I think it's like fifty of those. It's one trophy, and uh, you've got to get up to like a certain level. You got to beat this certain like op- optional boss to get the, another trophy. But I went through it and I didn't have a bad time in any of it. You know, yeah. so well worth checking out. I think that's a testament to a good game. Is if even when they ask you to do grindy shit, you like doing grindy yeah. shit. Yeah, definitely. Which ties in relevantly to my next, my top game of the year. Oh, I don't know. You've got a top game there. I've got another two to talk about. So I'll let you do yours. Right, okay. We'll come back to my top. Because I imagine our tops might be the same. You think? <laughs> well. My top game of the year was, I'm sorry, my second best game of the year was Spider-Man. Ah, oh, see, close. <laughs> yeah, Spider-Man. Grindy yeah. shit. Yeah. Loads of grindy yeah, shit. Yeah, loads of grindy it. shit. But I didn't Fucking care. Fucking great though, yeah. I didn't care. Yeah. I ground fuck out of that game. Yeah, definitely. Uh, probably one of my only platinum trophies this year, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, I got the platinum as well. Um, but yeah, it's just, um, I'm definitely going to pick up the season pass when it's cheap. Mm. Yeah, totally. Um, rent it again. But yeah, man, fucking great flow, great movement, yeah. great pacing, yeah. story I was engaged in. Great story, in all fairness, yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, some amazing characters, the flow through the city just fucking jumping around through the city was fun yeah, again yeah, definitely. it wasn't like fucking boring yeah. it was loads of fun yeah absolutely um, um, getting the, tr- the platinum was a bit of a bollock for me because I just you know those challenge missions yeah I just sort of bronzed those in, in the first run but then I had to go back and get more to get more tokens to get yeah, the suits exactly. like yeah. but again it wasn't that much of a bollock really I mean I did it relatively easily so yeah 
Excellent yeah, game. Spider-Man was my top game second. Now I'm curious. Now I want to know what I've missed. My top game of the year is a game I don't think you liked that much, to be honest, and it's God of War. Oh, yeah, no. I didn't no. care for God of War I that much. I fucking love God of War. Um, easily, in my opinion, easily the best game that came out this year. Oh, better than Spider-Man. Yeah, well, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> like, my problem with Spider-Man over God of War was, like, you had these sections in, in Spider-Man where you played as other people. Yes. And those sections were just fucking boring. They were quite obtuse at times, and just miles yeah. And, all that, yeah. and I'm not a big fan of stealth gameplay the best of times. No, but like I just I really didn't enjoy those sections of the game. Whereas God of War, you it's one shot throughout the entire game of you just behind Kratos's shoulder, and it's done. It's done in such a way that it never breaks. Never breaks shot once, and it's just the story's just told in such a great way, you know. There were lots of elements of God of War that I liked. Hmm. Um, and it's such a departure from the other games as well. It is. Know? It's a complete change of pace as well, I think. Yeah. Um, the open world aspect works really well. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, the camera shot bit works really well. Mm. I just think I couldn't get into the story. just wasn't there for me. Right. The whole, we need to get to the top of this mountain. But yeah. instead of going to the top of this mountain, <laughs> we're going to go all the way around everything else first yeah, yeah. to get to the top of the mountain. Yeah. Um, it just... Yeah, I, I didn't did not enjoy playing it. I just wasn't as engrossed in the story as I would have liked to have been. Right. Um, I thought the combat was flawless. Oh, absolutely, yeah. There was a lot of stuff in that game that I really liked. Yeah. So actually, yeah, we'll take one of my girlfriends out and put it on where I can add <laughs> the game to the list. But reluctantly. And after so. Reluctantly. I mean, even it's like... It's an honourable mention. <laughs> even like when you throw an axe and you press the button to recall yeah, it, like the, the feel of doing that is just stellar. Yeah. It's Absolutely amazing. Yeah, there was like I said, there was there was definitely a lot there that I really enjoyed. Hmm. But I think, like I said earlier, my I need the story. Yeah, yeah. The whole reason I play is to like essentially be told a story. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's why I can't fucking talk games with the guy in work because he's just stories dead. Multiplayer lives oh, on off. forever. It's all about multiplayer. Yeah. I'm like, oh man, games have always been about a story. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um. But yeah, it, it was just something not there for me in the story. Yeah. I, I quite enjoyed the story, to be honest. I mean, you're telling the story of this, like, Greek god. I think it has to be quite sort of convoluted and ridiculous, yeah. do you know what I mean? Um, so I, I kind of expected that story to not be, like, you know, an epic journey. Yeah. More of, like, some kill-crazy nut jobs going around fucking murdering gods, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> it was, yeah. I, 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 I'm... I'm I can get behind that. Mm. I can see it on the top list. Yeah. Um, another, uh, I'm going to give it uh, not so much an honourable mention or a guff, um, <laughs> just more of a question. Did you try Fallout 76 yet? No, not yet. I'm a bit on the sort of... Oh. Yeah, to be honest, I don't think I want to try it. No. No. You're more of an Elder Scrolls guy anyway, aren't you? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I enjoyed the shit out of Fallout 3. I, I did enjoy Fallout 4, in all fairness, but I watched just more Fallout 3. Yeah. Um, I was a big fan of Fallout 1 and 2, like the CRPGs. Um, but 76 is just Fallout 4 plus other dickwads going about ruining your shit, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was kind of interested in 76. I like the idea of it being open world online so you can jump in with your mates and play some stuff. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, when it first was beginning to be marketed, I thought it was like me, you, Mark, could jump into a game together. We could yeah, build like a little settlement story. and, yeah, yeah, and, you know, just survive in this world. 
But it is just Elder Scrolls Online, but Fallout. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, so I played, played a little bit of it, and for most of what I played, it was just broke. Yeah. Um, I joined the game. I got home from work, I had my tea, got the kids to bed, jumped on one night. And it was all like, come up in the corner, a little thing saying, ah, oh, server shutting down for maintenance, game yeah. will be turned off in seven minutes. Oh, and I was like, hmm. Oh. Carried on running through, see what would happen. Yeah. Not full well, I'm gonna get kicked. <laughs> yeah. But I got kicked and then couldn't join any servers because they closed all the servers. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, fucking hell. There was a bit where I come across some guy in the wild and he was like shooting at me and I said, like, oh, What are you doing? Maybe he's trying to point something out to me or grab my attention. Yeah. And he just shot me again while I was stood there and I was like, What a fucking dick. So I pulled out my gun, but like I'm a level, I don't know, four and he was like a level twelve. Yeah. He all of a sudden pulls out his fucking power arm. I'm <laughs> there shooting him with a one-shot reload pistol while he's charging me a power arm with power fists. Just hammers fuck out of me. Yeah, yeah. It's a fucking bastard. Turn it off. Yeah. Definitely. Uninstall. Send it back. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think I get on with it at all, man. I'm not. I'm not the biggest sort of fan of multiplayer anyway, to be honest. But it was one of those things where, like, I really liked Fallout. Fallout 3 was my first foray into Fallout. Yeah, yeah. And I fucking loved Fallout 3. Mm. Fallout 4 and New Vegas, both of which I was disappointed with. Yeah. But when I started playing 76, I got that, like, Fallout buzz. Yeah, yeah. And I was, you know, yeah. this is broke, but I'm kind of enjoying myself. Yeah, yeah. So much so that I was all like, oh, maybe Because I it's should. Fallout, but it's not Fallout 3 again. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe I should buy Fallout 4 Game of the Year edition for PlayStation and do that. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, do yeah. I want to though? Because yeah. there's multiple endings, and I have to do all that guff again. Uh, yeah. I haven't yet, but I probably will. Yeah, yeah. Because I can't rent it. I checked. <laughs> the game year edition is not available to rent, oh, really? so I'll have to buy it. Yeah, or buy the season pass for some sale. But the season pass is like fucking twenty quid. I think I've got a disc version of Fallout Four. If you want to borrow that, I got this version just without the season pass. I ah, it right, okay. Game had like a pre-owned sale. It was like two ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like fucking sweet. I'll just pick up the season pass when it's on offer. Yeah, yeah. And it was up for like fifteen quid, and I was like, the game of the year edition is fifteen quid new. <laughs> but if I just bought that, ah, uh, fuck it. Look the trade in, I get fifty p. It's a fuck. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Right, so that's games done with then, yeah? That's anything else you want to talk about in the world of gaming? No, I think uh, yeah, my guff list is covered. You beep. Let's move on to music. So, do you want to do your top five honourable mansions first? Um, yeah, my, we'll run through a top five. Um, I kind of been listening to a lot of the same stuff this year. Yeah. There aren't too many albums that have come out that really caught my attention. Mm. Um, but one of the ones that did was a band called Candy. Right. Good to feel. Um, they're like a hardcore punk rocky fucking blazing guitars. Yeah. Um, and interestingly enough, I come across them because somebody on the I Hate Horror podcast, yeah. horror show podcast, the uh, Ubnish, he was all like, yeah, they got album with you. Fucking hell. Bugnish picked Candy's first EP album I think it is album um, says and I checked them out I was like fucking sweet and they announced this album and I was like oh yeah it's cool 
So it's one of the albums that came out this year that I listened to, and I was like, yeah, this is pretty good. Yeah. And it's from this year, so I'll put it on my <laughs> list. <laughs> nice. I've got a few like honorable, honorable mentions in my albums, so I'll just run through them quickly before I get into the top five. So a few of my favourite bands released some albums this year. Um, Alan Athrak, Pay Destroyer, Shining. And although they are good albums and worth checking out, I don't think they make my top five. So yeah, they're worth checking out. Um, Bostonage, I think that's how you pronounce that. Uh, Bostonage, yeah. Yeah. They released a album called Further Still, and that's worth checking out just for the drum sound alone. It's fucking mental. Um... Deicide released an album, old school death metal, Overtures of Blasphemy, which is pretty good. And I discovered a band called Zealon Arda. You heard of them? I am not. No? See, they're a weird one. Um, I get, there was like a big buzz about them on my social media feeds, and I thought, I'm not going to buy into that, you know? I'm not even going to check them out. Fuck them. I'm going to click this clickbait. Yeah, yeah, no, bollocks to that. Um, but then I eventually sort of folded and checked it out, and it's really fucking good. It's. Um, Imagine like gospel music, but like the the vocalization of gospel music, but then like with the sort of metal background, right. which like kicks into like this black metal riffing, like halfway through the song. Why you got me interested? Yeah, it's, it's worth yeah. checking out, man. Definitely, yes. Yeah, it, it's hard to describe, but it's really, really interesting. Good music, like, yeah. So yeah, check them out. And a band called Twin Temples. Um, imagine if. Uh, Amy Winehouse sang about Satan and sex and magic. Nice. Yeah. I like really fucking good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, say what you want about it. She had some pipes on it, definitely. She did, yeah. But uh, yeah, this uh, band, they do like doo-wop music, I think it's called, like right. from the 50s and 60s, yeah. that sort of style, um, with a really excellent vocalist singing about Satan. Cool. Fucking genius, man. Really good. That sounds like my cup of tea. Yeah, definitely, definitely check out Twin Temples. Um, so yeah, my fifth best is Northern Tongues, Genocidal Majesty. I normally put a no other times on my top five list, to be honest, because I think they're fucking genius. Like, <laughs> it's just such horrible, bleak music that uh, I, it's really hard to describe again. Like <laughs> dark, sort of um, dark ambient with a bit of sort of black metal in the background and the sounds of like an orchestra pit being massacred. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> really fucking good. Really interesting, different, horrible, horrible, horrible music. See, this is the thing, right? I get chewed out about my musical choices at work, but I play stuff that I think people will like. Right. If I try to play any of this shit, or stuff I actually want to listen yeah, yeah, yeah. to, yeah. they'd have a fucking meltdown. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, yeah, so in my number four, again, completely randomly came across this band called Monster Squad. Oh, okay. Um, I think Pirate Press Records, that have put out a couple of Last Fredericks and the Bastards reissues, and all from casual stuff, which is how I come across them. Mm -hmm. I think they or one of their affiliates posted about it. As a Monster Squad, that's a cool movie. Yeah. I wonder if they called after that. And I'd listened to their album. And uh, it's uh, Monster Squad Depression. I was like, well, that's promising. Yeah. That's promising. It's a cool ass movie name. Yeah. And being sad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's I know about those things. <laughs> let's listen to that. <laughs> yeah. And again, it's that punky, hardcore, growly. Mm. Um, yeah, I listened to it and was like, this is going on my top albums of the nice. year list. Again, mostly okay. because I'm not <laughs> sure what else came out <laughs> and because I really like it. Yeah. 
Sweet man. Um, my fourth is Immortals, Northern Chaos Gods. It's um, Abath, the lead singer and like songwriter of Immortal Left, I think it was last year or the year before maybe. And he released a solo album, that was fucking great. But then Immortal said they were going to come back and they were going to release a new album without him. And I didn't think they'd be able to pull it off, to be honest, but they have in spectacular fashion. Um, more Immortal. What more can you say? Like they're a classic black metal band and they've released a fucking awesome album. I mean, next on my list then is something that's relatively tame in comparison to everything else. Right. Um, Laura Jane Grace and the Devouring Mothers. I did see you posted something on social media about this. I uh, did, yes. Laura Jane Grace of Against Me fame hmm. has got a little side project, Laura Jane Grace and the Devouring Mothers. Um, it's almost, I don't want to say pop punky, because it's not pop punky, it's folk pop punky punk. Right. Folk punk. <laughs> <laughs> this, yeah, guitars. Um, Acoustic guitars sometimes on nice. some songs. Yeah. Electric guitars on others. Wow. There's also a whole gamut of guitars. <laughs> There's also drums and bass guitar. Wow. Um, now, if you're a fan of Against Me, um, yeah, it's along the same sort of lines as that. You know what sort of thing to expect from Roger Grace at this point. Um, when she announced it, I was a bit sort of, you know, if it's not an Against Me album, Hmm. Is it because they don't want to release those tracks? Whenever somebody is in a band that yeah. is quite successful and they are oh, doing a side project, it's like, oh, is this all the shit nobody else wants to yeah. play in a band? Yeah. Is this all the stuff people have gone, oh, no, man, that's, yeah, that's, that's not good enough for That's not good enough for an like, Against Me record. Yeah, yeah. But actually, there's some really good records on here, records, tracks. Yeah. Um, I've listened to it quite a lot. I was quite impressed when it came out. So it's again, it's on my list because it came out this year. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my third is Bloodbath, The Arrow of Satan is Drawn. Um, Bloodbath are like a old school death metal supergroup. Um, initially they had the lead singer of Opeth, Michael Ackthod, with them. Nice. And that's the reason I checked them out, like, because I was a fucking Opeth super like, fanboy. So, you know, <laughs> and uh, I picked up like a live, live DVD of them in, uh, may have been, Rackin. I think they played something like that anyway. But um, he left, I think it was either last year or the year before, and they got the guy from Paradise Lost in on vocals. I saw them in Bloodstock this year actually, they were fucking amazing. But so uh, yeah, the new album is great. It's uh, in the same sort of vein as the rest of the albums there in their back catalogue. So if you're a fan of like old school death metal, I'd definitely check that one out. Next on my list, and it's going to be on quite a few top of the year lists apparently, is uh, Idols. Joy. Yeah. Um, they've been on my radar for a while in terms of like I should check them out. Um, I think I tried listening to a track and was all like, oh, no, I'm not in the mood for this. This is not what I want right now. Hmm. And so I kind of forgot about them. Um, and then they come up as a recommended thing for me somewhere on Spotify, I think. I think it's the, the track I'm on. And I was like, fuck yeah, man, it's a good tune. Yeah. And then I was it then. I was like back into diving into the catalogue, save playlist. Yeah. Bang, smashed it out. We yeah. smashed them out all year. So, not just Joy, I've been listening to the entire Idols back catalogue this year. Sweet. Um, yeah, fucking loving it. It's how best to describe it. Again, punk, <laughs> but that not what you would expect. It's not like 
rancid offspring no effects type punk yeah, yeah. it's that more post punk is that what they call it yeah, kind of yeah along the lines of like pixies and stuff almost I don't know but I'm terrible at like cross genre it's yeah, got yeah. fucking guitars in it man I fucking <laughs> love it um, but yeah no definitely worth checking out um, they're playing tram shed I was quite lucky I got an email saying, no, you listen to a lot of idols. As a Spotify user, you use pre-ticket sale tickets. Oh, wow. I was like, cool. cool. So I got two tickets and then passed the information on to somebody that does some of my tattoos because I was like, oh, have you got an email from them? She said, no. And I was like, oh, forward you my email. She couldn't get tickets. Yeah. They went on sale, sold out in minutes, apparently. Oh, wow. And I was like, fuck it. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, sweet, man. Cheers, Spotify. Sound for hooking me up. <laughs> Uh, number two on my list is Watane Trident Wolf Eclipse. Um, again, another black metal entry. Uh, caught Watane and Bloodstock again this year. They closed the closed festival out actually, and they were fantastic. They put on such a good show, man. Like stage on fire, shit like that. You know, nice. all these like tridents on fire and yeah, so fucking good. Uh, I wasn't overly impressed with their last album, but this one I think is like a return to form for Watane. And then I think at the top of my, my list, it's kind of a double whammy, and they're not albums that came out this year. Mm. A band called Hard Skin. Right. And they're an oi band. Yeah. And how I come across this band is just a fucking absolute nonsense. Right. There was a competition on Instagram to win a load of records, and all you had to do was like this record company, specialist subject records. Yeah. And some other stuff. We had to do some shit. So I liked them anyway. <clears throat> and they put up a couple of posts. And I was looking through my feed. And they have three or four people, I think, that work at the shop where they put up their picks for the week. Yeah. And I don't know why, out of the three people, I decided, oh, okay, I'll listen to the hard skin. So there's, there's three people... Yeah. Or four, it might have been there, the dog picking one. That was it. I think the dog's pick was Pup. Right. And I like Pup. Yeah, yeah. There was a lady that picked something. I don't know what the fuck that was. There was a dude who picked... He had two hard skin records. Mm. And there was another dude who picked something else. Yeah. So out of those four, I'd already heard Pup. Yeah. And for some reason, I decided to check out hard skin and not the other ones. Yeah. And I fucking loved it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I went on Spotify... The most popular track is Copper Cunt. Right. And the chorus is Copper, 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 Cunt, 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 Cunt. <laughs> Lovely. Um, I think they're an oi band from the 90s. They're still about doing some tours. Yeah. Um, it's just fucking good old school oi. Like, nice. Uh, I can't try and pretend that I'm an oi master, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but I fucking love it. Um, as soon as that song finished, it was like, yeah, add <laughs> all the back catalog to a playlist. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> But I've definitely been going down this sort of oi route because the other album I've been listening to consistently this year without fail is Cox Bar Shock Troops. Right. Um, again, oi band. In fact, I'm pretty sure I saw them support Rancid at some point. Yeah. But for some reason they didn't click. Yeah, yeah. But I got recommended. It was on Marcus Parks. Did oh, uh, okay, From the yeah. last podcast on the left, did a Milk and Peppers radio show for a bit. Yeah, yeah. And he put a track on there and I was like, Man, this track is banging. Yeah. Um, yeah, found the song, found the album, played the album. So like, fuck, man, this album's amazing. Yeah. I love this album. And so, yeah, all year, pretty much, nice. at least once or twice a day, I've been right. playing this record. See. So we're going down an oi path. So if anybody's got any <laughs> oi recommendations for me, 
send on my way. I yeah. love it. Sweet, man. Uh, my album of the year is from a one-man project called Dodsrit. I think that's how you pronounce it, anyway. Um, and the album's called Spirit Crusher. It's like atmospheric post-black metal. Um, again, like a one-man project, and for somebody to do something so fucking brilliant on his own is genius. The production is reminiscent of um, early second wave of black metal bands, right. like in the, in, well, mainly in the guitar sound, like that tremolo picked sort of almost like a frosty guitar sound, you know, occasionally. But it's got elements of like crust in there. It's got elements of traditional metal in there, uh, shoegaze. It's just such a like well-rounded album. And again, it's going to be listened to fucking consistently for the last few months. Really fucking awesome. So out of curiosity, what do you listen to when you're not in like doom and gloom mood? <laughs> do you have like a happy oh, playlist? Twin <laughs> Temples, I mean, they're quite happy, you know? Oh, uh, yeah, do you want? Yeah, no. Hang yeah. yeah. oh, on, let me have a look at my Spotify. <laughs> Pretty sure I got a playlist, yeah. Oh, actually, I listen to a lot of prog when I'm not in a. <laughs> you're not so doom like, and gloom. Yeah, yeah. So Spirit like, Crusher. Yeah. It's like, yeah. And then I got a prog. King Crimson's in the Cult of Crimson <laughs> yeah. King, you know? Maybe a bit of Pink Floyd, a bit of Dream Theater, maybe. Ah, oh, yeah. see, there we are. And like I like sort of seventies uh, bands like Allman Brothers and you know Skinhead. Credence is my go-to man. Credence man, yeah, I fucking. Credence. Oh, was it? I've listened to quite a bit of Credence actually. Yeah, Badman Rising and fucking Whoever's Seen the Rain, shit like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah Credence, awesome. It's fucking yeah. awesome. So in terms of tunes, festivals next year, are you planning on doing any festivals next year? Well, I was planning on waiting to see the lineups. To be honest, I mean. Bloodstock's lineups don't do nothing for me for next year. Arctangent when he announced Swarm Sugar yeah. so far. But Downloads lineup looks fucking awesome though. I'm well keen for To be honest, Sunday it's the first download, download lineup I've seen in years so that's excited me. Well, that's it, I think it's Tool. Tool's back. Yeah, Tool, fucking, exactly, yeah. Yeah, bang. First all downloads, so it's, see him again. Yeah, yeah. Love it. Smashing Pumpkins there as well. I'd love to watch Smashing Pumpkins. I won't go too far out of my way. Yeah, yeah. But I, there's somebody I'd like to take off my list. Yeah. Um, Rob Zombie again. Yeah, I never seen Rob I Zombie. Really yeah, give a fuck about. Yeah. I don't go out my way to listen to him, but I reckon he puts on. Oh, the stage show must be fucking show, incredible. Yeah, and he's gonna play the hits. Yeah, yeah. So what's not to like? I know. Slayer's final ever. Yeah, UK Slayer's date. final tour. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Die Antwoord. Antwoord. Yeah. Well, I think Old Perth are playing as well, and there's a couple of other bands I saw. Me like first, give me gimmies. Give me first, man. Yeah, well, definitely. Well, yeah. Be first. Like they right, better yeah. get more than a twenty-minute slot. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Um, well, yeah, my only concern is like the Friday night lineup. It's like Def Leppard. Def Leppard. Leppard. Well, I'm not a big Def Leppard guy. I'd like to see Pour Some Sugar on me. Yeah. yeah. That's the only song I think no. I know by them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a good one. I like that song. Yeah. Oh, that's bound to be like the closer as well. So it's not like they're going to open oh, with know, that yeah. and then you can go watch We could just go for a couple else. of pints and then come back. <laughs> come back and yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, we're, we're well keen for Download Festival. Yeah. Um, We've also, I say we, the wife and I have just randomly buying blind bagged tickets for 2000 Trees. Oh, okay, nice. I said to her about, she's on about coming to Art Tangent, and I mm. said, well, they've only announced some sugar at the moment. Yeah. And I'm not sure, my wife listens to pretty much wherever I listen to, yeah, she's yeah. very forgiving like that. Yeah. But I don't think she necessarily likes everything I listen to. So I suggested that actually 2000 Trees might be more of Burr Street because yeah, it's a yeah. bit more mainstream, less yeah. math rock oddness. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, 
um, yeah, look at some like the previous bands they've had play stuff like At the Driving, um, yeah. Alkaline Trio with the Bronx. Mm. Um, so yeah, it was a buy now pay later scheme. They haven't announced any bands, and they were just like, yeah, fuck it, bucket, we'll go. Yeah, one, don't know who's going, don't know where it is, we've never been. Yeah, don't know who's playing, but we'll have a weekend at two thousand trees. Oh, nice man. Um, I'm hoping to do our tangent as well. Yes, yeah. download. But we'll see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'd like to do our tangent again, to be honest, because it has been for me like it's been a. Because we went for the first what three years, three yeah. four years, like consistently. And then I think it's been a year on, a year off then. Yeah. And um, I mean, the last time we went, it was a bit more going down the route of the bigger festivals with like the separation between the the um, camping and the arena. And they'd sort of laid out the camping a bit worse than it was in previous years. Yeah, I think this year they had a new stage as well. Like okay. the main stage, they changed it. Right. Because um, I saw a question, they're like, what do you think of the new stage? I said, like, well, I didn't see it, so I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I'd be keen to go back. I got yeah, a big soft spot for our Yeah, me too. To be honest, cracking bands there. Yeah, definitely. The first day we went was fucking phenomenal. Like it was one of my favourite festival experiences. And speaking of Arc Tangent, has reminded me that since had some sad news for those. This oh year, yeah. Um, one of the the main bands that sort of, for me anyway, um, the sort of made Arc Tangent was Clef. Yeah who, again, knew nothing about just what happened. You decided you liked the name, so we should Yeah, that's right, it was, yeah, 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 yeah. And we went, and they were a two-piece, and they were fucking amazing, man. They, they yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. They were awesome. Probably one of the highlights of all the bands that played there over many years. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, they played for every year we went, I think. Mm. Um, they yeah, did yeah. mashups with the Alpha Male Tea yeah, Party Boys. Yeah, that was, like, the second year, I think, maybe, or the yeah, third. Yeah, they did it. I think they did it the two years. The yeah, yeah, third, that was yeah. fucking great. That was that so was good. That was amazing. Um, but, yes, unfortunately, guitarist Dan Beasley, I believe it's Beasley. Yeah, yeah. Um, he wasn't very well for a long time. He had cancer. Um, it was a brain tumour. Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, cancer. He wasn't very well, and um, yeah, despite numerous ways of treatments and funding, unfortunately, passed away this year. Which was I don't know. It, it kind of hit me quite more, a lot more than I thought it would because yeah. I don't know. Our tangent is kind of like a special little getaway. Yeah, yeah. And he was a big part of that. Without like we spoke to him once or twice. Yeah. Because he was partying around at the festival. Yeah. And I didn't really know the guy, but like actually, he bought me. Quite a lot of joy yeah. at that. But Arc Tangent for me yeah. is cleft. Yeah, yeah. Cleft and Arc Tangent. So I don't know, right. I was quite, when I heard the news, more saddened than I thought I would be for somebody I didn't know. Yeah, I know what you mean. And like, especially coming off the back of the news that he'd got better like yeah. a few months ago. So it was, yeah, sad. Yeah. Sad news. Definitely. RIP, Mr. Beasley. RIP. Oh, so, on that side note, should we move on to, yeah. <laughs> to films? We've talked about all the miserable shit. Let's talk yeah. about some films where people get killed. Yep, yep. So what's your fifth best film? Well, have we got any um, honourable mentions before we go into the top fives? I'd like to give Fractured Visions an honourable mention. Yeah, good call. As a general honourable mention. Um, we knew nothing of Fractured Visions really until this year. No. Um, and I've kind of been trying to dive back into, as, as yourself, some of the more obscure gems that are out there. Yeah. And uh, 
got to talk to Philip Escott this year mm. um, for a little interview, which was very kind of him. Yep. And if you're not listening to that episode, go back and let's check it out because it is a good episode. We went to, I went to both the October festival and because I think usually it's a double feature thing. Yeah. Um, so we went to the main one, which was the weekend, which was great fun, and there mm-hmm. was some fucking cracking movies in there that I don't think we would have watched otherwise. No, don't know. Been even being exposed to, especially like the short films. Yeah, and same with the five that were on show. Five, two, four, five. Yeah, I can't count. Five that were on show <laughs> yeah. at the October screening as well. There were some great films in there. Yeah. Um, he's obviously very passionate about what he does in his films. Um, I look forward to lots of outings to Fractured Vision stuff next year. Yeah. Um, I'm going to try and get to a lot more of the sort of single double screenings of stuff. Yeah, I'd like to do that. Festival stuff. Definitely. Um, yeah, no, it was good fun. And yeah, there's some cracking movies I got to watch thanks to Fractured Vision. Stuff like Boar, Puppet Master. Oh, man, yeah. Um, on the, the, we've already talked about those in our review, but on the, in particular, the film festival, October festival tied up with Avatar Film Festival um, wait for the instruction have you heard of that? it was fucking great man yeah. um, opening movie uh, it was a bit okay well, obviously we go opening movie so it was a bit yeah, yeah. <clears throat> save the best to last and you? So, I mean, yeah, yeah. you know they start with the worst and work up yeah, yeah. Um, but no man I really liked the way further instruction um, mm. great little body horror um, paranoid locked in the house at Christmas time uh, it's almost got a Cronenbergy video drum element to it um, it was fucking great well mm. worth checking out they have announced there's getting a DVD and digital release which has pissed me off no end <laughs> I mean I don't understand why people are not fucking releasing stuff on Blu-ray like, yeah, yeah. I'm assuming it's because it's cheaper to chuck stuff out on DVD yeah Definitely. But if people are not going to buy it because they're waiting for it on fucking Blu-ray, then why fucking check it out on DVD? <laughs> fucking weirdos. Um, yeah, no, I'm hoping for a Blu-ray release. Uh, yeah, it's a big shout out to my boy. <laughs> Philip Escort, Fractured Visions. Check them out. They're on Twitter and Instagram and stuff. Yeah, definitely. I'm trying to make it to the next event they do because it's normally good fun. Um, I got a bit of a shout out to... I thought because like we are leaning more towards the horror film podcast you know yeah sorry about that oh, no. <laughs> I am actually quite enjoying it despite my enthusiastic tones um, <clears throat> that I'm going to give Avengers Infinity War a shout out because it's not in my top five because I've tried to pick films that fit with the theme of the podcast and films that because I've watched a lot more horror this year than I have like for a few years you know um, and mainly because of the podcast and stuff like that but I'm going to give Avengers Infinity War a shout out because I really enjoyed it, to be honest. I mean, I know that you're all superheroed out, and yeah. I am, I'm getting that way as well, to be honest. I can't really be asked with with fucking Aquaman coming out. I did see Venom, and that was fucking awful. Aquaman's supposed to be really good. Yeah, have you heard that? Which I know. It's really surprising. Yeah. Like, it how, how you, yeah, exactly. I'm like, how do you make a good film about the worst fucking DC character? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how you made a fucking Batman v Superman film shitter than an Aquaman no, no. film what the up with that what is the logic exactly obviously it's in the wrong hands that's I what know. it is yeah definitely but I mean I am really looking forward to the next chapter in the Avengers um, film series and this one I thought was just really good I mean they can always be relied on to be quite fun films as I think I said in the last episode 
And uh, I had no less fun with this than I did any other Avengers film. I think in terms of honourable mentions, it doesn't make my top five Same. list, but it deserves an honourable mention. It's solo a Star Wars story. Okay, yeah. Um, if I was doing a top ten, it would definitely be in my top ten list, but we're doing right. a top five, so I got an arrow down a bit. <laughs> yeah. I think that film got way more fucking shit than it needed. Um, yeah, I agree with you there. I've given it a second viewing, and it's still good. I still enjoy it. Um... It's definitely worth checking out. Um, yeah, definitely. I think, like I said before, you've got a lot of problems with Star Wars fanboys just pissing all over every element of Star Wars movies. It's not your conventional Star Wars movie, but that doesn't mean yeah. it's a terrible. Then Star I mean, Wars Rogue movie. One didn't get the hate that Solo did. Yeah. No. Um, but then I guess Rogue One is sort of canon in the film series. Yeah. The people I've spoken to, and by the people I mean the people in work, because they're the only people I speak to outside <laughs> of work. Um, You've got a phone, work. I mean, you could text me. <laughs> <laughs> I could text all these. That's the problem. I'm like, i got no friends. Yeah. Well, actually, if I just text people, yeah. they talk to me. Rather than just wait for people to message me, just sitting there looking at my phone. Nobody likes me. I'm so lonely. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I was talking now, um, Sarah Oliver. Um, when the guys work, 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 Oliver, he didn't like Rogue One. What was his pro- problem with it? No, he just, uh, he's, yeah, I've said about it, Star Wars is better than Star Trek, and they have none of it. He and the boy both <laughs> love Star Trek. Right, okay. And I can't remember what his argument was for Rogue One. Yeah. But I was, uh, it's okay, I like it. I think Rogue it One's good. genius just for that fucking Darth Vader scene at the end. I think you're wrong, and I'm right. So yeah, I'm walking away. <laughs> your opinion is wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was. Uh, I think it deserves a nod. Yeah, I did enjoy it. I mean, not as much as I enjoy sort of the main films in the series. Yeah. But it's not a bad film by any means. So what's in at number five, Dave? What have you got at five? Number five for me is Mandy. And I know you didn't really enjoy Mandy all that much. I'm going to just throw it out there that Mandy is an incredibly good-looking movie. Yeah. But not a very impressive movie. Right. Um in terms of story and content. It's a it's bit very slow paced. Yeah. Starts off slow paced. So I was hoping for these big reveals, like yeah. you've got the guys on the motorbikes, yeah, yeah. the demons on the motorbikes, whatever the fuck they're supposed to be. Yeah. <clears throat> and they're all just kind of there's the slow build, there's the inevitable uh oh, Mandy. Then there's the right quick slap dash, he's gonna build an axe, get his guns, kill that guy, kill this guy, kill that guy, after those guys. Yeah. It, I don't know, it didn't. I kind of watched it and I was hoping to like love it. Yeah, yeah. Want for it to be like, oh my god, man, he's one of the greatest movies I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I think it was more style over substance. Yeah, definitely. But I enjoyed what the I ride. saw. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it, I agree with you in that it's not the best film I've seen this year by any stretch of the imagination. And But I don't think it's a bad film. I don't think it's bad to enjoy a film just for the spectacle yeah. do you know what I mean and that's what I did I just enjoyed it for that spectacle I thought it was great Like, and I think the Nicolas Cage in it was amazing back on form yeah. no I would argue out of all the movies I've watched this year visually impressive hmm. Mandy is the yeah, most yeah. visually impressive yeah. movie I've seen in years yeah yeah but it just there wasn't enough there didn't take feel like yeah. Yeah. yeah I enjoyed it what's your number five man my number five is a Netflix exclusive which infuriates me because it's so fucking good. <laughs> yeah. I want it. 
Yeah. But Netflix don't release any of their stuff on physical media. Yeah. So I can't have it. So I constantly have to pay for Netflix every month for the rest <laughs> of my life. Just watch that. On the yeah, off chance that I will watch The Night Comes For Us. Okay, I've not heard of that. Um, it's from the same sort of studio that brought you The Raid, The Raid 2 Headshot. Right. Um, and it's about a dude who works for the bad guys as one of the heads of a smuggling operation. Yeah. And he decides one day, fuck this, I'm out. Mm. I, I'm not going to kill this kid that's left out of this entire village that we've massacred. Um, and wastes everybody else in his team. And then, of course, he's on the run because they're going to they want him. They want to take him out because he's a bad boy, bad egg. Right. Um, so, yes, we get through some pretty disgusting movies in terms of violence, blood and guts and gore and kills. Yeah. This film had me looking away from the screen <laughs> and cowering out of sympathy yeah. for the pain being inflicted. <laughs> yeah. The the fighting is incredible, as you would come to expect from the Raid series and the Hill Hedgehog. The whole studio's output that kind of is got that kind of violence, but they take it to the next level yeah. where it's even more visceral, it's even more brutal, which yeah. I didn't think you could do. Yeah. Oh, it's incredible. Um, the storyline's not too bad. Mm. Um, I'm not going to lie. The, the, the fighting is definitely what carried it for me. I mean, the storylines and these kind of things, you don't expect a tight, yeah, yeah. twist and turny, yeah. gripping storyline. There was enough storyline here to yeah. warrant the excessive, violent ass-kicking that was <laughs> yeah. involved. Yeah. And it was just incredible, man. Anybody mm. with Netflix, whatever you're doing, just go put it on. Sweet. Just fucking bitching. Don't have to check that one out. Uh, my number four. I'm going to give it to Hellraiser Judgment. Nice. That's a surprise choice. Yeah. I mean, I'm a big fan of the Hellraiser series anyway. Like, you know, I mean, obviously it falls short when it comes to sort of five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> <laughs> Anything after. Yeah, exactly. But I thought this was a very good Hellraiser film, you know. May not be a good film in general, but for a Hellraiser film, I thought it was really good. I, again, um, I thought we got a lot of shit. Um, before really anybody giving it a chance it's mm. not a pinhead movie essentially no, yeah. it dives into a lot more of the Hellraiser law yeah and the like bureaucracy, bureaucracy of hell yeah um, I thought yeah no I thought it was really good mm. um, in terms of the kind of guff I watch um, <laughs> yeah. no it was up there it was really impressive Hellraiser definitely one of the best they've made in years oh absolutely yeah um, yeah, no, that, that was a surprise. wasn't wasn't expecting that on a list. No, yeah, I wasn't expecting that on anybody's list. Yeah, to be no. honest, like yeah, I, I did enjoy it more than I did sort of a lot more films I've seen this year. So yeah, that Hollywood fuck Avengers. Yeah, yeah, fucking Hellraiser, Hellraiser definitely. Invest some money into yeah, Hellraiser. Please, please, for the love of God, make a really good fucking Hellraiser film. Like I say, I'm a big fan of the franchise, and that sort of it was almost like a return to form, really, for me. I'd argue it's the best one since three. Yeah, I reckon it's up there. I reckon it's yeah. better than three. Probably is, to be honest. Yeah, yeah I haven't seen three in years. Yeah, three's a bit. Tried to it's a very 90s horror film, like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, in at number four, for myself, is one that we saw at Fractured Visions, actually. Mm -hmm. It's Friendly Beast. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. 
it's again we talked about it during the Factor Visions review. Yeah. Um, restaurant, something goes wrong, all falls into chaos. Yeah. Um, I wasn't when we sort of read about it and watched the trailer for it beforehand. It was a bit okay. I can kind of guess where this is going. Yeah. And I think it just constantly surprised yeah. me where yeah, it went. Yeah. yeah. Um, Definitely, and the leads in that were fucking phenomenal. Yeah, some of the performances were incredible, mm. um, and for a film that was essentially shot in one location, yeah, yeah. and all the rest of it, there were so many things there that for me like really worked. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. For more babbling on that, check out the previous episode. Yeah, but I'm not sure if it's available anywhere yet. I don't think so because it's foreign film. There. Yeah, I'm yeah. not sure to be honest. But definitely worth checking out if you can get your hands on it. Cool. Uh, my number three is one I watched very, very recently, uh, The New Halloween. Boom! Yeah. Um, again, another return to form, you know? I'm going to put mine in this three as well, so we can kill two birds with one stone. Right, okay. <laughs> so it was, it was higher yeah. on your list then, was it? No, no, it was in there. Yeah. I, I was oon and eye about what was going to go three or two. Okay. But I'll put Halloween in it. Yeah, three. yeah. Yeah. So Halloween, fucking what a movie. I know, yeah. Um, made Michael Myers scary again. Yeah, like, like I was fucking. Yeah. He's what? fucking brutal. I mean, should, should we just go into spoiler territory? Yeah, from now on, future yeah. reference. We discussed this, and any of the films we're going to talk about are going to be spoiler heavy because yeah. sitting here going, "Oh well, it was pretty good." We, we can't really talk about it, but yeah. I liked it. Yeah, yeah. It's shit. Yeah. It's not good listening. No, so we're just going to talk about all the cool fucking yeah. shit. So if you want to watch it, watch it now, and then come back. Yeah, pause the episode, go and watch it. Or, you know, listen to it, we can spoil it for you, and then you haven't got to watch it. Exactly. It's your choice, losers. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Michael does not give two fucks in this film. He's fucking genius. He is. He's back to this, that whole, he is a relentless killer. Yeah. Um, Previous episodes, we've talked about how um, whenever there's a kid in the scene, you always have the kid safe. Yeah, yeah. Nah, man, Uh, Michael goes there. Michael fucking takes out a kid. I mean, that kid did shoot somebody, don't forget. He did. Um... But like, there's another scene where he's in a room with a baby, and you're like, "Oh my uh, yeah, god, is like, he? Yeah. Is he going to?" Or I'm not? glad he didn't, to be honest. And it's like, Fuck I think that would have just been like gratuitous. But the the, the seed is planted to reach. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. if he hadn't killed the first kid, you'd yeah. be all like, "Ah, oh, he's not going to fucking touch yeah, the kid. Yeah. It's fine." Yeah. But actually, because he's already murdered, yeah, right, yeah. Here's an old, we're talking about a baby in a crib is the second one. The uh, yeah, the first child that ends up murdered is 15, 16, something yeah, like that. Yeah, a little bit younger than I would say. Yeah. But yeah, he's, he's he's in sort of early teens. Yeah. Um. So yeah, man, he was like, fuck, man, all bets are off. Yeah, yeah. He's creepy as fuck. He's not fucking I tell you around. what, when he killed the two journalists, that kind of made me uncomfortable. Like, it's not very often I get uncomfortable watching somebody, a death scene, you know what I mean? I think that's what works really well about it, is it's, it's a horror film, but it hasn't gone back to, like, those terrible, like, H2O tropes and <laughs> resurrection. Like the cutaway when you see the knife and the shot yeah. and then he's just going down, yeah. It, it is all, like, very much, like... He is scary. Yeah. He kills brutal, visceral, brutal. Yeah. Um, the it, when he's present, you are like on the edge. Yeah. You see the game. Feel his presence. Like, like it's not. Oh yes, there's Michael excited. It's like oh fuck. Yeah. You're back to like they they made him scary again. Yeah, so yeah. He, he's got that powerful fucking presence. Yeah. Um, and it was fucking great. Yeah. I did miss in the cinema. I said to you earlier about mm. the post credits bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where. There's, we can hear him breathing in the yeah. mask, implying that he's not dead. Doing the Darth Vader thing. Doing the whole Darth Vader <laughs> thing. Uh, I kind of want to be open to another 
They did such a fucking good job that I want to see more. But I do time, feel like it was a good wrap up for yeah, the franchise. Let's not milk it and yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. ruin it. Yeah, definitely. You've yeah. brought it back. You've showed once again Michael Myers yeah. fucking creepy as a scary as threat and shit. Yeah. Now, oh, excuse me. Now they either need to reboot it. Yeah. Right. We start from fucking scratch. Yeah, yeah. Along the same vein of. Yeah. So we're gonna keep this creepy, spooky as fuck Michael Myers. Yeah. Not this who like fucking comedy mm. campy bollocks that we go on the later films yeah we're gonna have a spooky as shit Michael yeah. we're gonna start again and we're gonna give you a series of films that yeah. are fucking bang on yeah definitely yeah it's great uh, there's a scene in it where Laurie Strode falls out of the window or like gets pushed out by Michael and then he looks down the out the window and she's gone and that's like the same scene from the first time I thought that was fucking genius man there's a lot of things like that I found in there where there were subtle nods to bits and pieces yeah, yeah. from the others and I was like oh man you can tell that this is a movie made by people that love yeah. Halloween yeah, yeah. which I think is what they need when mm. they're doing reboots and fucking sequels and stuff don't just get some fucking shitty guy in off the street to write you a fucking Friday the 13th script because yeah, yeah. anybody can write a Friday I mean look at yeah, the fucking definitely. Friday the 13th canon yeah Jason goes to Manhattan. I mean, Jason goes to, space. goes to space. You could do anything with it. Like, yeah. get any fucking mug to write any fucking nonsense. Yeah. Find somebody that gives a shit about the franchise to yeah. write something about the franchise. Yeah, yeah. And this will tie up with my next pick. Right. You find somebody that gives a shit. Yeah. They do a good fucking job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not just a fucking cash in. Here we go. We can fucking, this a license to print money. Yeah. They make a movie that people give I a fuck I think I know about. where you're going with the next pick. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, and I love the sort of, the retro sort of um, what's it called the intro yeah you know after like the introduction to the film and then you get like the, the music comes on you get that Halloween logo and you get like the pumpkin sort of building up so good man there was yeah everything about that film worked for me yeah um, it's got a bit of people not really yeah you were saying earlier that people got a bit of yeah, yeah well, um, like what's that about the guy one of the guys in work I speak to he didn't like it hmm. was a bit surprised there a couple of other people that said like you know oh well it's a reason. It's better than H two. Uh, no, H two. It's better than Resurrection, but ooh, uh, right. it doesn't have to do much to be better than Resurrection. I don't think. But um, yeah, no fucking cracking movie. Yeah, absolutely. And then yeah, going off my point to finding somebody that gives a fuck about the franchise to write a fucking movie. My number two pick of movies, best movies from twenty eighteen is Puppet Master. It's my number two as well. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. right. <laughs> Now, I'd like to make I think I know what your number one is, come to think of it now. <laughs> quite the same as mine. Yeah, this film is not Mandy. It's not a beautifully constructed no. piece of film. No. This is gutter filmmaking. Yeah. It's offensive comedy. Yeah. It's ridiculously over the top leading guts. Yeah. And it's a story about killer fucking toys. Yeah. If you go in expecting anything other than offensive jokes, yeah. blood and guts, yeah. killer toys, yeah. you're going to be thoroughly disappointed. Yeah. But if you go in looking for those three <laughs> yeah. things, you're going you to like, be fucking well rewarded. Yeah. It's such a good fucking puppet master film. It's so it's so funny in places. Do you know what I mean? They just the balance of like jumping between the horror, the comedy. Yeah. Um, was great the the storyline yeah it's like a loosely thrown together that one scene line. where the girl jumps out the window and hits that fucking dumpster <laughs> oh my god that is so funny <laughs> you got um, there's basically there's a convention where um, they're selling off a load of Andre Toulon's dolls mm. so you've got 
people flocking there with dolls that they found. Yeah. Um, so the hotel is essentially infested with tens of these fucking killer dolls. There's a load of new ones that I really liked. Mm. They did some touching up of some of the older ones yeah, that I yeah. liked. There were a couple that were missing that I would have liked to have seen. Yeah, yeah. Um, but as a general rule, it worked so well. Some of the kills, like, again, as somebody that sits and watches this kind of thing on a regular basis and can watch most things, there were a couple where I was like, wow, man. Yeah. That was too far. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Um, yeah, my even my wife, there's a scene involving a pregnant lady that was seen in question. And yeah, it was a, Jesus Christ, what the fuck is that? Um but oh my god what a great fun fucking movie yeah absolutely yeah which leads to probably our joint number one yeah. for the year the top pick look. one two three hereditary, hereditary. <laughs> what a fucking movie yeah I know right um, again I've been trying to convince my wife to watch it because I picked it up yeah Amy, Amy won't watch that um, I said to her about that you know, oh yeah we should watch hereditary again so yeah. I've got like a yeah. more Refresher. refreshed view for when we do our end of year discussion yeah yeah and uh, she's like, no, 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 I don't want to watch Ash vs. Evil Dead because I've got stuff to do. And he's like, oh, okay, fine, whatever, we'll watch it at some point. <laughs> so I haven't watched it since I watched it in the cinema. But yeah. the impact, there we are, there's testament to how fucking good it is. Mm. When did I watch it? Months ago. Yeah, well, when it came out. Yeah, it's still here on my fucking yeah. list. Yeah. Top, king of fucking yeah. movies. Yeah, definitely, yeah. It's such an impactful and lasting yeah, last thing um, I think is a good way to, yeah. to describe it, definitely, yeah. I mean, there are a few scenes that stayed with me well, up till now, pretty much, like. Um, the end of that film. I mean, the last sort of 20 minutes, maybe, of that film. Fucking blew me away. There have been a lot of comparisons made with, like, The Exorcist in terms of, like, the impact the film has had. Right. And I don't think it's had quite as big an impact as The Exorcist, but I can see no. what people mean. Yeah, yeah. Where, yeah, like, yeah. it is a very... It is a very unnerving, uncomfortable yeah, movie to see. Yeah, very uncomfortable, yeah. Um, yeah it's just fantastic. But then fantastic. it's uncomfortable in the first half hour or so with no actual horror happening other than like the main when she it's gets very, her head knocked off. Yeah, like we said before, it's very atmospheric, it's very slow build. Yeah. It's very relies heavily on creating an atmosphere, which yeah, I think yeah. is a, almost an art form that's been lost in more recent years yeah, especially yeah. with blockbusters yeah yeah absolutely they, they, they don't try and create scenes it's more reliant on jump scares where like the tension's built up and then released tension's yeah. built up and then released where the tension builds up in this film it's constant until right at the end scene um, yeah man it was fucking bad ass yeah um, so good if anybody's looking for Christmas presents to buy anybody buy your editor yeah fuck it for your grandpa <laughs> <laughs> for your five year old niece yeah <laughs> <laughs> you want to give your mum a heart attack yeah Bang. Sorted. but like like I say the scenes that stayed with me like for example when she, he she's chasing the son through that throughout the house he goes up into the attic and she's on the other side of the attic banging her fucking head against oh, the door oh my god that was yeah and then the sound of her chopping her own head off is so disgusting <laughs> it's one of those things again like it just you don't see you, you see it's in the shadows. Mm. It's not a, like, gory up front. No, yeah. Ah, I'm yeah. hacking away, which you would usually get in most films. Yeah, yeah. It's a very, like, Subtle, in movie. the shadows, you hear the sound. Mm. Oh. The sound design of that film, by the way, is incredible. incredible yeah. um, I'd be really interested to see whether it gets any nods anywhere for anything. 
because it should the lead woman oh Tony Collette yeah yeah, Yeah, she's fantastic incredible in it the kid is incredible in it yeah yeah Um, and sound ah yeah fucking more movies like that yeah that clicking noise yeah fucking like so effective like a simple fucking where's the magic gone yeah we're like just a simple click yeah. is enough to fucking make you yeah. like the Ooh. skin yeah. you, goosebumps yeah. from a click yeah fucking magic and they set that shit up yeah oh. I know more films like that please definitely yes he's, I think he's got a new one coming out next year or she I can't yeah. remember who directed it I'm not sure but yes this is the, the, the next project is underway and coming out next year I believe Sweet. so hope it's, it's as effective as Hereditary was yeah man it's gotta be yeah no pressure no pressure so, <laughs> just take your time yeah. make a good movie another one Please. not too similar yeah. make a Hellraiser film yeah oh fuck I, I can imagine a <laughs> I fucking know. Hellraiser with Holy that shit. atmosphere yeah, yeah. in it It'd be incredible fuck man people would be crying watching yeah. it Yeah, I'd love it like, out of fear yeah. not like out of joy out of fear people <laughs> yeah. would be scared yeah. definitely ah. there we are that's, that's, that's our top picks man yeah um, and I think the lesson that Hollywood needs to take away from this episode is find people who love the franchise to yeah. write about the franchise. And get them to make a Hellraiser film. Yeah. <laughs> make a fucking decent Hellraiser film. Yeah. Although Judgment was great. And I, like, I'm not saying, please make one because Judgment was fucking awful. It wasn't, it was great. But make another one, please. Make more like Judgment. Yeah. Excellent. We got filler recorded, so we don't need to give you any filler. Oh, shit, yeah. We're going yeah. to drop some filler. Yeah. Social media, we do use some of it, and you can find us on some of it. For example, we use Instagram and Twitter. Feel free to follow us at Groovy Ghoulies Podcast on Instagram, or alternatively, find us at Ghoulies Podcast on Twitter. Or if you use Facebook, just search for Groovy Ghoulies Podcast, I guess. And there's a page there with not much information on it, but we're working on that. We're working on that. Um, Let us know your top fives on iTunes comments. Was just leaving us a five star review. Seamless <laughs> <laughs> plug. Yes, feel free. If we've missed anything off the list, if you disagree with our list, yeah. feel free to tell us. We obviously don't care because you're wrong. Yeah, yeah. Um, your opinions don't matter. Yeah, we're right because we're doing the podcast. Yeah. If you were right, you'd do a podcast. Yeah. And we probably wouldn't listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, on that note, We'll be back next year with loads of funky shit. Are we doing one more episode before then? We may have an episode on Ratman. On Ratman. Coming soon. Um, I've started, I've bought so much Arrow video stuff, they haven't got much I want anymore. Um, <laughs> I've been delving into 88 films and I've bought a fucking shitload of 88 film stuff. But I've also decided I'm going to start tapping into shameless films. Mm. Um, they released Cannibal Holocaust, which is what got my attention because that movie's horrible and I think we should do an episode on it. Right. Um, but they've released quite a few things over the years. They have Blu-ray sort of collections coming out gradually. They've released loads of stuff on DVD. Um, but I watched, what was it, New York Ripper, which was pretty good. Yeah. Um, and somebody else on Instagram that I follow uh, posted up about Ratman. Yeah. And the film tagline is, he's the critter from the shitter. And I was sold instantly. He was like, I have to like see this movie. The trailer looks fucking awful. Yeah. Um, I've purposefully not watched the trailer. Yeah. It, the whole premise is a bit fucking wild. But who doesn't like a bit of wild? I know. 
Who doesn't like a toilet reference in your tagline? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'd argue anybody anywhere to find me a better tagline than it's the critter or he's the critter. Let me find Where's my I got a picture here somewhere. There you go. If you listen to this, right? Yes, hit us up on Twitter or Instagram with a better tagline than he's the critter from the shitter, please. Yeah. He's the critter from the shitter. Yeah. Better tagline. Any film. I fucking dare yeah. you. Yeah, um, let us know on Twitter or Instagram. If you've got one. We'll put it up to the vote, and we'll, we'll yeah. let the people decide yeah, which is the better tagline. But I, you know, I, yeah, I can't think of a better fucking tagline. Win a sticker or something. Yeah, sticker or something, or maybe a copy of Ratman if I'm feeling generous. <laughs> fucking hell. Uh, I don't think they're too expensive to be honest. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Certainly on DVD. So. That's fair. Probably if it's complete guff, they can't mind. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> right. Well, just in case. Well, I'll say just in case. Yes, on that note, we'll close it up. Yep. Hope you've had a crack in 2018. And it to a better 2019. Yes, enjoy Christmas and stuff. Yeah. If you don't celebrate it, then enjoy... Whatever the fuck the it is. The rest of December. Yeah. Time off work. Enjoy yes. time off work. If you get it. Well, I should get if it. If you don't work in retail. No, everybody gets time off work. Okay, join. Like on Christmas Day. Some people go with Christmas yeah. Day. You're not a fucking jip. I know. Yeah, well. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> Adios. Thank you, bye.